Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another Disney vs. Disney Debates, the podcast where we will decide which is the best Disney film ever made. I am your Grandmaster Zane C. Weber here with my faithful fact checker, Julie Eisentrager. Hi team! And we have two debaters here. To my right, we have none other than Curtis Lang. Hello, hello, hello. Who are you, Curtis? What do you do? I'm a man... About town, <laughs> drinking jiver and doing theatre. Yep. And that's my bit and I'm going to stand by it. All exactly. right. And across the table we have Chance Star Anderson. Hello, that is I, I am Chance Star. And who are you? What do you do? What are I you about? Am, oh, God, so much. Uh, I'm Chancellor. I am a filmmaker slash actor in Brisbane. Uh, you can find my films on Ozflix or Vimeo. Uh I'd, I'd probably do other things, and I have a. I've got a podcast on the network. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, I've got one too. Oh, oh yeah. Just, Sorry, can I take a yeah, no, no, second run at it? Just now you come in. You both in have podcasts. Podcast. We do. Yeah, well I've done. got one. That's the reason we're here. Damn. Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. Yes, Chance that is. Stars, and unfeatured articles. It's got a slang. That is mine. Now, gentlemen, why do you like Disney? Uh, well, I, I went through my rebellious teen stage, uh, from when I was like 12 to about 16, where I was like, Disney, ugh, lame. Uh, but then I saw Sky High and then I bought Sky High on DVD and then I watched Sky High a lot. And yeah, now I love Disney. <laughs> Sky High. Sky did High it. is your entry point into Disney? Well, technically there were others, but it was more my re-entry point. Fair was- enough. I'm starting to feel rather confident about today's proceedings. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> I lo- no, I love Disney. It's just they make so many good films, so many wonderful films, and they just they re- they reek of childhood nostalgia. They certainly do. And what film are you arguing for this evening, Curtis? Today, I will be arguing for the uh, early 2000s cult classic, Brother Bear. Wonderful, Brother Bear. And across the table. Uh, I will be uh, doing for the uh, mid to 2010s. Why did you say the year? Yeah. <laughs> Zootopia, the best Disney film, obviously. You, you know how early. just, you know, early in there, I'm only debating for one film. Just saying that. Just saying because <laughs> I'm so confident in my one yeah, film. Yeah, your. I have spread myself amongst many horses. Yes. Um, <laughs> On record, I'll say Treasure Planet's the best Disney film, but I'm here and I'm ready to fight regardless. (laughs) Okay. I will say that Treasure Planet is better than Brother Bear, so I can't argue with you there. Maybe Curtis Lang is feeling less confident now. (laughs) So the format that we will be going with is 
three-minute opening statements with a warning bell at two Mm -hmm. in which you are to justify to me why your film is the best Disney film ever made. That will be followed by a two-minute rebuttal as to why your opponent's film is not the best Disney film ever made. We'll then have a short break and come back with an open discussion. And if you have any questions you want your opponent to answer, you may ask then, and I will also throw in a couple of questions. And after that, we have one minute summation of your arguments and then judgment. Judgment. Judgment from me. When you say it like that. Very unregular to receive judgment from Zane. How dare you? I love Uh, the, (laughs) The five criteria that I'm looking for are the memorable moments. What makes your movie memorable, Uh, the message that your film gives to its audience, the movie magic, what makes it the better film, the magic music, what in your film's music makes it better than any other Disney film, and the final catch-all category is that Disney touch. What did Disney do with your film that no one else could? So we have discerned who is going first. We rolled a dice. Chance Star won the roll and magnanimously gave the Entry argument to Curtis Lang. Poor decision. So, Curtis, you will have three minutes for your opening statements with a warning bell at two, and I will cut you off at three. Your time starts as soon as you start talking. Now, I slightly did throw myself under the bus by saying that Treasure Planet is my favourite Disney film, but when Zane asked me to become to do this podcast, I did struggle to choose between Treasure Planet and Brother Bear. And that is because Brother Bear, I think, is one of the most enduringly um, wonderful touching and it's just got this magnificent message that is extremely pertinent in today's society i think um i'll start off with the animation it's gorgeous the landscape shots in particular are beautifully drawn and that is just something that we don't see in today's 3d animated films i've said this before i think that 2d disney is a lot better than what we see today in 3d animated films um there is just something that is lacking in these 3d films that we used to get with these wonderfully hand-drawn um, films that we of, of yesteryear. Um, as I said, the message of Brother Bear, I think. Now, Brother Bear is a, is, is a story about uh, it is set in uh, early human times uh, and it is about a, a young man, as, as the film so eloquently puts it at the beginning, a boy desperate to, to be a man. Um, and it is about him um, and he, look, he gets turned into a bear. It's weird. But <laughs> Um, the message, go see the film. If you haven't seen the film, none of this is going to make sense, especially pertinent in today's uh, era, because, especially because we're talking so much today about toxic masculinity, I think. Kenai starts out rejecting the idea that love is a concept that can guide a man's life, and he embraces these um, more traditional ideas of um, vengeance, violence, and rejection of change. But by the end of the film, we see a total denial and re- reversal of that idea. Kenai has learnt through his relationship with this young cub of Coda um, that love, specifically brotherly love and love between men is the gateway to a more tangible existence, happiness in life um, and he, he becomes much more centred within himself much more confident of who he is um, and he has finally done what he wanted at the beginning of the film, he has grown into a man um, and I, th- I think that is just it's so such an enduring message and one that we don't really when we think of Brother Bear, I don't think we really kind of click into that, that that is really what the film is about. Um, it also, um, it talks about, there's this really wonderful moment where um, Kenai is talking to Coda and K- Coda is not aware that he is in, is in fact a man. 
in a bear's body at this point. And he's talking about um, how awful bears are, Kenai is, and what monsters they are. And Koda's like, well, not all bears. I'm not like that. You're not like that. And then Kenai's like, oh, well, obviously not all bears. And it's such a just <laughs> wonderful moment of like, oh, crap, uh, not that word. But it is wonderful about um, this idea of um, it's just a subtle metaphor for Racism, we saw that, see it in this film much earlier than we saw the subtle message for racism in my opponent's wonderful film, Zootopia. Um, and that's pretty much all I've got. Wonderful, because that's all the time you have. We will go straight over to Chanstar. You will have three minutes with a warning bell at two as to why Zootopia is the best Disney film ever made. Your time starts when you start talking. All right, if we're talking just pure numbers here, Zootopia beats, uh, you know, unanimously. Uh, it's the third Disney film ever to make $1 billion, whereas Brother Bear was not. Uh, it is not only one of the best Disney films, it is considered on both Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb the best buddy cop film. The only two films that even come close are Police Story 3 and Hot Fuzz. So that's that's just numbers, though. That's, uh, and 22 uh, awards, won, 66 nominated uh, I believe Brother Bear was one or three nominated. No wins. Who cares? Anyway, moving on. Uh, Zootopia is such a film that is steeped in its themes and its messages. And there are so many layers to its themes and messages. And I'm not just talking about the film itself. I'm talking about the production of the film. From development to distribution, its themes designated how it was made. Uh, even to the point that the theme of inclusivity is so throughout the film that they had hired disability service people to help design the city of Zootopia so, you know, it would work for everyone living in it in this world where everyone can be whatever you want. Uh, It's even more subtle ways throughout the film that these themes of uh, not judging a book by its cover and duality, every single minor character and side character have a sense of that duality, uh, no matter how small it is, even from uh, the character... Uh, the sloth guy, even to the fact that it was just an end joke at the start. They're like, Oh, he's the fastest one around. And then it turned out, Oh, he was literally the fastest guy in town. These, that one joke is this sense of duality. There's all throughout the film, the elephant who was forgetful, the yak who happened to remember everything. The fact that Judy hops is a cute little bunny who wants to be this broiled cop. Uh, the fact that the whole film is about, uh, predators who, 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 who aren't aggressive, but are becoming aggressive. The fact that the villain is a literal figurative, God, that's confusing, wolf in sheep's clothing. It's amazing. Uh, Music, which I'm disappointed you didn't touch on, but music, Shakira, Shakira, need I say more? I need not, but I will, because Michael Giacchino is a Oscar-winning composer for a reason. He was able to build the world and grow this world with the music. Every single track throughout that film gives a sense of place and time, and it just builds this world into what it is today. Uh, I'm sure there's more things I can say, but I talked fast. You did talk fast. I will grant you that. Well done. Okay, I think I got all that down. Uh, (laughs) But it is time to move on to the rebuttal. So we will hand over to Curtis. Uh, You will have two minutes, Curtis, to tell us why you think Zootopia is not the best Disney film ever made. And I won't give you a warning. I'll just cut you off when your time is done. Before we do that, though, Julie, is there any facts that need to be checked? Yes, please. When speaking about awards, uh, nominations and wins, what did you say for Brother Bear? Oh, I couldn't remember. I said three or something. I know it didn't win any Oscars, but. All right. I'll take it. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> two, but I'll take it. Oh, wait, two nominations? <laughs> no, 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 wins. Oh, two wins, cool. Yeah. Uh, An Annie, I assume? Um, BMI Film and TV Awards, ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards. Not even an Annie. I mean, I'm, I, I didn't mean to. Nominated. Oh, I'm sorry, brother there. That didn't nominated no, no, no. under one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories. Mm. Cool. But yes. Cool. All right. Curtis, with that a little bit of vindication, it's time for you to tell us why Zootopia is not as good as Chanstar thinks it is. Your time starts when you start talking. The reason I didn't get into awards and that sort of thing is because I don't believe a group of old elderly white men in, in Hollywood can dictate what is good and what is bad. Now, um, so also Rotten Tomatoes, notoriously awful aggregate website. Um, just because something is said it is good on there does not inherently make it so, my friend. Um, I will now get on to the music, if I may. Um, Shakira, Shakira, kablubba, kablubba. Now, Phil Collins wrote the music for this film, okay? Now, um, that was, this was a couple years after Tarzan, all right? So already that has some of the greatest music in Disney history, and he just kept on firing along with this score. Look through my eyes, no way out. Um, tell everybody I'm on my way, which is one of the most catchy tunes in Disney history, I reckon. Um but when Phil Collins wasn't ripping out his mad vocals and drumming skills on the music of this film, he was um, working with uh, Mark Messina in, in integrating this tribal kind of like early, early um, human uh, vocal and choral work. And it really lays the groundwork for the scene. You want to talk about br- uh, using the soundtrack to bring a movie through to the, all the way to the end. I think this film just does it w- without fail. Um, yeah, in terms of Zootopia, I think um, it's a, I do think it's a wonderful film. But uh, I think, as I said before, the subtle the subtle nods to kind of um, racism and um, assumptions about people and what they are and what they are grouping them into things. I think it's more effective in Brother Bear than it is in Zootopia. Zootopia is by design very palatable to young children because that's what it's designed to be. Whereas I think this stands above that. It is a film that can be understood by children but also by adults because that um, theme is more of a subtle kind of um, overarching narrative uh, technique there and that's all I've got. Cool. Perfectly timed. All right. A lot of arguments to consider there. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. Oh, we'll not me arguing. I haven't argued yet. You haven't argued yet. I haven't. Zane. I am so prepared to argue. You've not let the men argue. Your whole opening was an argument <laughs> yeah. or at least felt like an argument uh so oh, you i'm very an argument yet i'm very sorry so what we'll do <laughs> is we'll go to chance star you will get you. another two minutes to continue your argument and then we'll take a break so your time starts as soon as you start talking Okay, yes, you had Phil Collins, but you had a notoriously unhappy Phil Collins. He has gone on record many times saying how much he disliked working on Brother Bear, specifically because he didn't want to work. He's a singer-songwriter. He didn't want to work with another person. When he was hired, they specifically said they were going to have someone else singing his songs. Now, in the end, he ended up finding a compromise, and he ended up singing with Tina Turner, but he was still unhappy with that, and he still goes on record saying how much he doesn't like it, which means Phil Collins thinks he's too good for Tina Turner. I'm sorry, Phil Collins. I love you, but no one is too good 
for Tina Turner. <laughs> she is a goddess. Anyway, moving on from that. You got me there. <laughs> oh, I was prepared for that so well. Um, what else was even said? So, so you are right that the subtleties do work better for adults, and I am completely in agreement with you for that. But unfortunately, Brother Bear was a, a film of its time, and even speaking to people in every day, I was just trying to get a feel of how many people have watched Brother Bear. Everyone was like, oh, I love Brother Bear. When was your last see it? When I was a kid. Everyone has this nostalgia factor of it, and it doesn't actually, no one's rewatched it since then. I watched it as an adult, and I completely agree with you. I thought the, the themes of it really worked for someone like me, but I was watching it with my nephew, and it all went over his head. He did not care, whereas Utopia made him a very unracist boy. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> All right, Can we get that, a fact that, check on that? <laughs> Can we call up your nephew, please? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would uh, like his number. We're just going to fact check that one because... <laughs> Before we what go do you think of the situation break, in America, my young man? Are there, are there any facts that need to be checked? Look, the only one I'm trying to check at the moment is where you repeatedly said Phil Collins was unhappy about working on it. Can you tell I me will, where uh, you got it from? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, how about we go to break and I'll send you the link. Thank yeah, you. We'll, we'll go to break and we'll come back with that very important fact check. Okie dokie, time for some questions and for some answers. So both of you have mentioned a little bit about the messages mm-hmm. that your movies put forward and you've spoken quite well about your own movies. What I would like you to do is talk a little bit about the messages that the your opponent's movie puts forward that maybe aren't great. So we will throw to Curtis first, as it is uh, you have the the honour of going first. Okay. When it, there's no times here. This is free discussion. And if you don't have anything to say, you can say that you don't have anything to say. No, it's fine. I think for the purposes of debate, because I do genuinely believe that Brother Bear handles its message in a in a in a better way than Zootopia does, because mm. I will I whilst whilst I appreciate Zootopia as um it does what it was set out to do with it, it with it is a very palatable um entry level uh yeah. exercise in um negative thinking and 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 racism let's call it what it is um for a younger audience mm. um. But I think separating it so clear-cuttedly into two distinct groups of predator prey might have oversimplified the issue a bit. But I don't think the movie does do it to such an extreme because you have these two very separate things, but then you have the different levels of them that they explore all throughout the movie. The fact that uh, Chief Bobo, what's his name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. He, he is prey, but he's one of the strongest characters in the film. And that's Ooh. that whole sense of duality, once again. Uh, Clawhauser is this lovable, fat, donut-loving cop, and he's a predator. So, yeah, they yeah. have these two clear-cut things, but it never is clear-cut until that third eight-act break where they go, yeah. oh, hey. The, the fact that Judy, uh, no one thinks Judy can be a cop isn't because she's prey it's yeah. because she's a rabbit because she's small because she's petite that can also be viewed yeah. uh, as a sexist view yeah. uh, you can look at things uh, from a queer point of view it, it's less straight racism mm. it's more judging things at face value yeah 
which uh, I, I do agree with you yeah. that I think Brother Bears is more subtle. And I, yeah. I do really love that. But the fact that it is for kids, kids aren't getting that message yeah. as well. Um, yeah. This might be an unpopular move, but I'm going to have to disagree with him. <laughs> I mean, cool. you're allowed to disagree. This no, not disagree. I'm going to have to just agree with him. Oh. <laughs> just agree. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hear it come out. Unpopular move. Is there anything you'd like to say about I, I've got other than what you said? Several questions, yeah. and it's really just a way to bring up things that I forgot to bring up about my own film. Because uh, both of our films were, uh, as far as the animation goes, they were both developed in very similar ways, mm. but for hand drawn for three D. Uh, I'm pretty sure they both cite the exact same places that they went to look for wilderness to look. Cause I, I know um, they both looked in Disney's zoos to yeah. see how bears moved and how yeah. like animals moved for Zootopia. But the fact that it is hand drawn, all of the animation of the bear characters in particular feels very stilted and uncomfortable. And I mm. don't think the hand drawnness, the fact that they were trying to make it so realistic really worked. Whereas yeah. Zootopia because they had this 3D animation and they were anthropomorphizing these animal things, it, it, it really worked for it. I will have to rebut that one. Please because, do. And I'm going to clear, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. Awesome. <laughs> um, because I think the way that they traditionally animate these bears makes them look so realistic. I think mm. there are moments, There's there are a couple moments in the film that strike me in particular. There's a moment where... Um, Kenai stands up on on his back legs as a bear yep. and puts his his paw up against um they find they find a cave uh, cave of um uh like First Nations kind of um drawings and like um and there's there's a handprint a human handprint on there and he and he moves his hand his bear paw up and puts it against it and the way that that bear paw moves is so meticulously thought out yep. and the way that they have animated that. It, it it it's it's incredible to me. I also think there's there's a couple of moments like there's a moment where um like when they when they when all the bears kind of congregate at this at yeah. the salmon run um there's a moment where like this this young sexy sexy bear he comes up and he like offers this lady some flowers and she like like her the, her neck kind of like ruffles into like kind of like a feminine sort of like petticoat kind of no, not not yeah. petticoat I don't know what like a fur, uh, like a fur, fur coat yeah. or something like that and like the way that like they use like the actual parts of the bear to anthropomorphize mm. them um is really really cool and interesting I think because it's not yeah it's I think it would be easier to do that in a in a three D animated way mm. to anthropomorphize them so far, but I think they do it so much more effectively in 2D. See, I think, because I don't disagree with you with the moments you brought up, but there are certain moments throughout the film, uh, specifically where other things seem a bit more cartoony. Mm. The uh, the Salmon Run, I really didn't like the whole 3D animation they added into it. Yeah. Same with at the start, they had used that same style in Lion King. In fact, they had a, a more intricate version in this one and it looked worse. E everything else was hand-drawn. Then they have these 3D, uh, I, I know it was salmon. I can't remember what the things at the start. I'm just going to yeah. say wildebeest, screw it. Yeah. Um, and they, they just look ugly. And they that wasn't a creative choice. That was a fast choice. That was, yeah. oh, let's just do this because it's quick. We've got this technology well, now. I would argue that was during a time where they were, they were. it was the end of the era of the 2D um, films and they were, they were experimenting with 3D technology mm. so that they could do movies like Zootopia. So I'd blame Zootopia for that. 
That's uh, a little circular. Throw a long bow, but um, I'm going I'm to shoot anyway. <laughs> I think. Is, is there any other questions before we move I on? I would ask what you think of the casting, because there is one particular cast Ooh. member that I was really excited about until I saw, because th- this was my first time watching the movie, yeah. and I've always known that Rick Moranis was in the movie. Yeah. Why the hell is Rick Moranis just reprising his role from an SNL sketch? What's with that? And how is any kid watching this going to get that reference? The only reason I got it is because I've watched so much SNL in my life. I was like, is is that yeah. that's Rick Moranis? Well, see, I would I would argue that um, who, who's the who's the actor who plays Nick? Uh, who? Who's the actor who plays oh, Nick? Oh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Now, Jason Bateman is just doing himself from SNL. Um, I, I don't know if he's doing himself from SNL. He's just I think doing, he is just doing himself. He's just himself. doing himself. And I think that is, a, that is more of a voice acting sort of mm. thing because these large companies, they contract these people with these recognisable voices well, to do something thing. specific. Rick Moranis has a very unique voice. Yeah. You hear him as Dark Helmet. You, you see him as these things. But his voice as this SNL character is very distinctly Canadian. Yeah. And the entire movie, I'm like, ooh, I wonder who Rick Moranis is going to be. And then this moose rocks up and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's Rick Moranis. Yeah, no, the moose are excellent though. They're just hysterical. <laughs> but they don't serve a point to the movie. Whereas all the side characters in Zootopia, they all have, they're all steeped in the themes of the that's, movie. The I moose will- are just there. They're funny, sure, but they don't serve a point. And they're the only returning characters other than the main characters in the sequel. Why? Comedy. Why are they there? Comedy. Popularity. <laughs> Popularity yep. and yeah, comedy. Yeah, but that's scrapped <laughs> from Ice Age. And if we're going to talk about the sequel, we could talk about bad Disney sequels till the cows come home. <laughs> sequels are not part of this debate unless you want to make them part of this debate. <laughs> Season two, baby. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's the end of the questions, I do have one final. This is a simple answer from both of you. Other than rewatching your movies for this debate, mm-hmm. when was the last time you chose to watch the movie that you're arguing for? Uh, literally about a month before you had brought up, you, you, you'd pitched the idea of the debate. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd watched it with my wife because I'd bought it on DVD. <laughs> Brother Bear, um, I believe it was a similar time. I believe it's, 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 it's a Disney film that I continue to come back to. It's one of the ones along with Treasure Planet and other films like that. I, I believe I watched it within the last two months, actually, before yeah. I knew I was actually, I was confirmed to be doing this one because to, to be defending Brother Bear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, within the last two months, I would say. Excellent. All right. Well, let's take a break and we will come back with your final summaries and my judgment. Excellent. All right, so this is the final part of our debate where each of our debaters will have one minute to give us a final summary of their arguments and rebuttals. Uh, Curtis, as always, you will be going first this time. You'll have one minute and your time starts when you start talking. Brother Bear, to me, is a fantastic film, not only in the way it is designed, the way it is um, voice acted, the way it is... um, the way just the way it's done, it's so wonderful to watch and to revisit for me. Um, I think it hits the perfect point of being like a film that I can dedicate time to because it says something, and a film that I can watch because I enjoy it and because it hits that nostalgia button for me. Um, yeah, the two D animation I think is just gorgeous. In particular, the wonderful landscapes. Um, there's a there's a shot near the beginning when um, Sitka, the eldest brother of um, Kenai 
dies and there and there's a long line of um people coming up at the side of a mountain with these torches and it's just it evokes such a sense of of um grief and wonderment it's so wonderful um zootopia i think is a fantastic film but it just does not hit me in the same way that brother bear does beg your pardon um and that's your that's time fun. uh well done we will go straight to chan star again you will have one minute and your time starts as soon as you start talking brother bear is one of those uh rare occasions where disney didn't make something that was risque. It was one of the safest choices they made. Lion King succeeded, so they were like, hey, let's do bears now. And it failed on all accounts. It was a commercial and critical failure. It was such a critical failure that it is only one of two Disney films that is rated lower than its uh, straight-to-DVD sequel. It is both predictable and plotting. I mean, the main character kills a bear and then turns into a bear and hangs out with a baby bear looking for his mom. I wonder who he killed. Uh, Zootopia is refreshing. Uh, and, and, and the message of be anything is really inspiring, especially for someone like me, who is an actor with a speech impediment. When I watched that movie, it wanted me to get back into acting, uh, which was really good for me. Probably not for the listeners. <laughs> I forgot to be aggressive the whole episode. I got it all on the send bit. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, while I tabulate my marks, please take some time to tell each other why you like the other person's film, even I, more so than what you've already Yeah, been I doing. feel like, because uh, <laughs> I, I pr- went into this so prepared to be just destroying you, but like, because there are a lot of things that I, I learned up at the end there. Yeah. Uh, but no, honestly, uh, this was my first time watching Brother Bear. It came out during my dark period of ooh, Disney. Um, and it, honestly, it, it was really great. Uh, the, the, one of my favorite moments, I'm really bummed you didn't bring it up, was the fact that when he tells, uh, what's the young one Coda. called? Coda, what happened? Yeah. It, it, no dialogue. You see it happen, a song starts, and it's all just from a filmmaking point of view. Yeah, that is, it, it is from a filmmaking point of view. It is amazing. Uh, there are certain just creative aspects. Once again, I hoped you would bring up because I could tear it down. Uh, like the point that, uh, from the beginning of the movie to the point that he turns into a bear, the aspect ratio is 16 by nine. The moment he turns into a bear, it goes to, um, it goes to mm. wide uh, anamorphic. Yeah. Now that is a great filmic decision. It doesn't work on DVD. I thought something no. wrong was my D- uh, was my DVD. I zoomed in. It wasn't until I was reading it on Wikipedia. I was like, oh wait, zoom out. Oh, we've missed all this screen. Yeah. Um. But no, honestly, it is. It's such a sweet movie, and and the fact that it had so much to say about tox- toxic masculinity. Yeah. What was it? 15, 17 years ago, it is still relevant today. Yeah. Uh, it was just. That that part really blew me away. Yeah, look, Zootopia, Zootopia is the best three D Disney film. It is just, it's fantastic. It is so it is such they did such a magnificent job with making such a complex and um, gripping issue palatable for a younger audience. Um, I know so many people who were like, um, I showed this film to my kids and they they just they just got it, man. Like, yeah, yeah it's just fantastic. Um, and Nick is too attractive. <laughs> yep, that's the end of my bit. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I think Curtis is qualified <laughs> to say that. Yep. <laughs> See, okay. I'll, no, no, it's, yep. it's a positive for another time. I'll bring it up in my, my if, if I get into the next bit, I'll bring it up. If not, I'll just put it in the end of this episode. Let's find out, Zane. Just give us the judgment already. Stop looking at me like that. Okay. All right. I will. <sighs> Music. Contentious. 
Shakira <laughs> versus Phil Collins. Sad <laughs> Phil Collins. Sad Phil Collins. Sad Phil Collins. Sad Phil Collins. But arguably Phil Collins is best at his saddest. <laughs> oh, that is. And I will say just weight of arguments that has to go to Brother Bear. Uh, I think music doesn't play a huge role in Zootopia and so obviously you didn't have a lot to argue with there. I just had even, to go for the offensive. Even with Phil Collins being sad about it, yeah. the fact that he he did write it and perform it and Tina Turner was part of it, I think music goes to Brother Bear. That is one of the least surprising things I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the memorable moments. Now, both of your films do have a lot of memorable moments and mm. a lot of moments with characters. But I think, Curtis, you really focused on these amazing visuals, mm. that that vigil up the mountain with the torches, yeah. um, all, all the amazing landscapes that came through on Brother Bear. Um, I think a lot of the memorable moments in Zootopia come through the side characters, which yeah. we didn't get a lot of time to talk mm. about yeah. on either movie. Alan Tudyk. Oh, oh, Alan Tudyk. What a man, what a man, yeah. what a mighty good man. <laughs> uh, so again, memorable moments went to Brother Bear. When it came to the movie magic, though, I think Zootopia ticked all the boxes here. Fair. It is an almost perfectly scripted film. Yeah. Um, and not in small part to the messages that it incorporates. And so both the message and the movie magic go to Zootopia which leaves me with that Disney oh. touch. Oh. Neither of you really put a lot in this category for me to go mm. with. Mm. But John Starr saying that this was an easy choice for Disney and an almost way for them to kind of capitalize on Lion King, I think that is very obvious and counted as a point against Brother Bear. Mm which means that Zootopia is the better Disney film. I am so glad I brought that up in the end because that was... <laughs> yeah. I forgot to bring up the whole King you know Lear thing. You I'm, were, not even, I'm not even upset. You were, <laughs> you were tying in that category <laughs> until you gave me that that oh, uh, wow. that point Oof. there. Ooh, that is... So congratulations, congratulations, Chanstar. Don't for, thank me, thank Zootopia. <laughs> thank you, Zootopia, for existing. Yep. Um, I believe the sloth's name is Flash. Yes, that's it. I was like, <laughs> zip, zap, spark. Fasty, spark. <laughs> Bolt. It, Long yeah, animal. Flash. And oh, so <laughs> the amount of footage of that scene that they showed in the trailers made me so exhausted. <laughs> it was just like every film for two months. I yeah. I'm I find that scene so stressful. Yeah. I am a Judy at heart. Oh yeah. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> um but congratulations. You were very well argued, Curtis. Yeah. I knew I was on the back foot, but and Brother Bear, I think, is a highly underrated film. Mm. Uh, I think it's got a huge chance on Facebook. From, uh, from the well, people I spoke to who love it from childhood, yeah. I think you've, yeah, well, you're probably- This will be a really interesting one. So if you think I've made the wrong choice by picking Zootopia as the winner of this debate, if you're listening to this, there will be a poll up on our Facebook page where you can vote for your pick in this argument. And if Brother Bear- beats out Zootopia, it has a chance to come back as a wildcard entry in the second round of the debates. So please go and check that out. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Before we go, thank you again, Curtis. Is there My anything pleasure. you would like to plug before uh, we say Yeah, goodbye? go and listen to um, everybody's favourite, that's not canon, 
It's an MA rated podcast. Don't listen <laughs> with your family, kids. Um, un- <laughs> <laughs> unfeatured articles. Uh, I, I myself, uh, so I myself, myself, James Kehoe, and our brand new co-host Hannah Flannery. Um, uh, that should be coming out very, uh, very soon. It this should be out by the time out, yes. uh, this episode drops. Actually, uh, so yeah, we uh, we break. We each bring in a Wikipedia uh, article every week, and we talk about uh, yeah, they're goofy, the the weird, the the Un- the articles you might say are unfeatured. <laughs> um, yeah, so go have a listen to that. Um, and yeah, you can catch me around Brisbane doing comedy and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I sing, sometimes I do drama. Oh, I'm doing Holding the Man at the moment. That'll, yeah, oh. at Underground Productions. Where, what dates are they at? That is the 27th of February to the 3rd of March. That might work out perfectly. Wonderful. This drop. So um, uh, I can't say my discount code on this podcast because it's naughty. Um, but uh, check out unfeatured articles. I'm sure it'll be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, there. we'll mention it there. Uh, and Chance Star. Uh, look, you can always listen to everyone's second favorite. Uh, That's not kind of productions podcast, uh, which is Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I host it. I am, you know, obviously the more uh, unprepared out of all the hosts on that one. Uh, but you know what? You can also check out my films. Uh, L Plates and Pizza Deliverance are both currently on Ozflix and Vimeo. And hell, why not check out a great feature film I'm part of, even though we already, we already tagged. I'm going to do it anyway. It's Red Curtain Hell. Uh, it's a great feature film starring me as the only character who survives, I think. I, it's unconfirmed, but I like to think I survive. And there are other characters to survive. We but all like to think as that important. you survive. Thanks, Zane. Uh, so that's Red Curtain <laughs> Curtain Hell, you can find it on Vimeo.com slash on demand slash red curtain hell. Use coupon code picture rangers for 20% off your rental or purchase. It's almost like you've said that too many times. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I've said it on podcasts, not even on this network now. It is out there. All right. Watch and it. thank you again to our faithful fact checker, Julie Eisentrager. So welcome. And we'll catch you next time, everyone. Keep watching Disney. a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com a That's Not Canon Productions podcast Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.